I'm locked out of Patreon, so I'm just gonna put up another episode. Oh, whoa. Whoa, whoa. I'm locked out of Patreon, cause I had to get a new phone. Whoa, whoa. Had to get a new phone. I had to get a new phone. Cause my microphone stopped working in my old one. Which was actually brand new. (laughs) Just a full singing episode. Out of breath. Yeah, welcome back to Rumble Lips. I'm Phone Man Jack. And guess what I've done? I bit through another iPhone in a rage. Nope. Actually, what happened is there was a technical issue inside my, I don't know. I went to the Apple store. Some guy walked up to me. He said, what's the problem? I said, my phone's fucked. And he goes, excuse me? And I say, yeah, that's right. My phone is fucked. He said, well, I'm sorry to hear about that, sir. I said, go get me a new one, you stink. And he said, sir, you can't call me a stink in here. And I said, listen to me, stink. If you don't get me a new phone, I'm going to fucking powerbomb you through this damn white wood table. And he said, right away, sir. And he ran in the back. And he came out and he said, pick whichever one you want. I said, give me the same one I had. And he goes, I don't know which one you had. And I said, give it to me. Pick. And so he gave me the right phone. And uh, that man still got powerbombed through the table because I'm a liar. Actually, what happened was I had to make an appointment. (laughs) And then I just walked in. I was like, hi. And he was like, hello. And I said, my microphone doesn't work. And he goes, yeah, what'd you do to it? And I said, I didn't do anything. And then they fixed it. So uh, so we're back, baby. You can hear my Instagram stories. But since they gave me, since they gave me a, uh, since they gave me a new phone, I had to re-put in all my passwords. And I don't know what it is about me, but I don't write down my passwords. And I also don't remember them so instead of being a patreon uh it's just going to be a normal episode but sorry to the the patreons there will be a patreon episode as soon as i'm unlocked out after so many unsuccessful attempts to get into my patreon uh they have uh barred me from it for 24 hours and i was like well i can't do that to the lipsters and also yo i want to i want to say thank you to the lipsters that when you're listening just to the free episodes, you're just Venmoing me. Dude, thank you. And I don't know if you guys want me to say your names, so I won't. But if you Venmoed me, you know you Venmoed me. Just on the free app, you were like, hey, man, that shit ruled. Here's some money. I want to tell you something. That means a fucking whole lot to me. Thank you for just straight Venmoing me. That's so sick. 
Thank you. Now I'm storming around my apartment trying to think of my Patreon password. Uh, but it'll be back, you know. Dude, so I've been watching these videos. Oh, check this shit out. Man, I got a couple things to talk about. Uh, so I've been watching these videos, right? I was watching this thing, and I've, I talked about it on Riff City, my podcast with Dave Waite. Um, I've been listening to uh, uh, or watching this YouTube channel called That Chapter, and it's all this true crime stuff. But, you know, once the sun goes down and you live alone and this little Irish dude is telling you about a uh, husband stabbing his wife in the head, you're like, dude, okay, enough. So, so I'm like, okay, dude, enough, you know, and, and I'm over it. And so there's a bunch of suggested videos uh, my YouTube looks insane. It's like, man, Bert, my best friend. And then it's like pro wrestling's greatest, you know, ladder matches. And, and then there's like, you know, like clips of stand up and shit. And then um, so I started watching this. This one guy, he does other exposés about like these YouTubers. Uh, great. Like these, these, the, the great rise and fall of certain YouTubers that, dude, I'm not in the YouTube community. Like, I, I just, that all missed me. All of that, like, dude, I just want to do stand up. I just want to do stand. And I know that's a fucking stupid, you're like, you are just doing stand up. So aren't you happy? And yes, I am happy with just doing stand up. But, but it's like, Man, I missed out on this shit that they did. Now it's too late. I can't start vlogging. You know what I mean? I can't be a vlogger. I mean, uh, there's no fucking way. There's literally no way I could be a vlogger. You know? They're just, I, I just don't. I wouldn't even know how to. What? It, this is the thing. I just want to do stand up. I barely do this podcast. And listen, after years of doing this podcast, I refuse, I refuse to learn how to edit it. There was a one month hiatus of this podcast because I didn't know how to put the song crazy kid at the end. And every time I did it, it would crash my computer. And so I almost quit the podcast. I was like, fuck this. I'm not going to be a stand-up comedian and also an audio engineer and also learn programs and Photoshop and Illustrator and fuck be a videographer and know how to edit things in Adobe. Like, what the fuck, dude? I don't know how to do all this shit. I just don't. And not only do I not, there's some stuff I want to learn. Would I like to know how to put drops in my podcast? Yeah. Would I like to know how to like have my shit set up? Well, first of all, I could do that, but I have a very... I have a very bad computer. My computer, it did so well for me. It did so well for me for years and years. And it was great. I've never even looked at porno on my computer. That's what my iPad's for. But I'm, <laughs> I've never, like, you know what I mean? Like, my computer, I've always kept up with it. I've always, like, I have a external hard drive for all the Rumble Lips files so I don't fill up my computer. I'm always very careful with it. But recently, it's been acting a damn fool. And my computer sucks. And all I need is a new computer. This is the problem, though, with getting a new computer. A new computer, a new MacBook, costs more than my fucking car. <laughs> A new MacBook costs more than my Prius. 
So it's like, dude, what? You going to put me on a payment plan on a computer that I scream my cusses into weekly? And, and, but like, you know, there's certain shit. I just, I need a new computer and, um, it ain't looking like, I mean, yes. Could I buy a new computer? Yeah. But would it financially cripple me? Yes. So, you know, whatever, dude, I can't just go be dropping two grand at the drop of a fucking hat. Who do you think I am? Jim Rogan. Is that his name? I don't need elk meat. So that's the thing. I just don't, you know, my computer sucks. So I know how to do certain little things, but literally when I start doing it, my computer's like, Oh, you thought you were going to put a song in this. How about we crash? And so that's what it kept doing. And in full transparency, sometimes when I'm recording this podcast, I will be sitting down to do the podcast and I will do the whole podcast and I will do like 40 minutes. And then at about the 42 minute mark, a lot of times and we, and I've pushed it before, but a lot of times at the 42 minute mark, 45 minutes, my, my computer will just turn off and it's fully charged and uh, plugged to a power source. But there's something about running this soundboard or whatever. Sometimes my computer will just be like, oh, we're tired. So, yes. So I have a bad computer. But either way, it almost made me quit the podcast for a month. And I was just like, fuck this. dude." Th so this is the mindset. <laughs> this is the mindset I was in. I was like, man, I missed the boat on all this shit. I missed the boat on Twitter. I don't I, I, I don't know how it works still. I got one. I don't know how it works. I'm like, pfft. I hate Facebook. Never look at it. This is me for a month. Never look at Facebook. Hate it. And then I'm like, I'm pretty good at Instagram, but I only got 1,600 followers. I mean, there's there's like Starbucks. There's like Starbucks baristas um, with dermal piercings that have 17,000 followers. And um, I I don't I don't know what the point is, man. I don't know what the fuck. I'm, and now listen, I'm not saying I don't deserve. Or I'm not saying I deserve. They have a, a, a million followers, and I'm like, oh, I'm huge. That's not what I'm saying. But I am saying, like, I do put in a lot of work in old stand-up comedy. And I am, I, one thing I am is funny. But you know what, dude? I think I missed the boat. I think I was just in the wrong lane. And YouTube was one of them, dude. YouTube, dude, was one of them. I don't get, I just don't get it. I don't get how, because I was watching this video and there's this dude doing this expose on this YouTube guy, right? This guy started vlogging his family. He had like a wife and two daughters and his son was born on the vlog and has been filmed every day of his life since he was brand new till he was five years old. Which is, which there's a whole lot of fucked up shit with that anyway. I mean, some privacy, dude. But, because, I mean, I guess he's doing an experiment. We'll see how fucked up this kid is. But this is the, this is the wild thing I've, that I found. I'd never heard of this guy, right? Never heard of this family. And now, right now, I forget his name. But it's like these vlogs. I could literally watch 10, 10 seconds of them. Because it's him like, hey, guys, me and the family are going to Disney World today. 
come on, kids. And then it's them like getting in a van and it's a sped up montage of their van driving the airport, them getting on a plane, them getting to Disney World. And it's like, I forget his kid's name. Sh- sh- uh, you know, Cheyenne wants to see Mickey Mouse. Isn't that right, Cheyenne? And she's like, yeah, that's right, Dad. He's like, let's go. And oh my God, dude, it is a fucking nightmare. But this guy had over, over. 340 million subscribers. Do you, that number is like, uh, uh, dude, he had total views on his videos were like one point, no, it was 3.1 billion. Billion with a motherfucking B. This dork with an asymmetrical beard was driving a Mercedes I don't think anyone's ever seen before. And he's just like a dude in a Patagonia fleece taking his family to fucking Disney World. I was like, dude, what the fuck? What? He's not even funny. He's not funny. He's got deceptive eyes. I don't see what the what the whole shit is with this. But it's like, dude, how how did I what? What am I doing? <laughs> and it's not even a bitter thing. I'm not jealous because God knows I would never want a family or this guy's beard. But it's it's weird to, when you watch something that's so fucking mundane like that. And this dude is literally millions of dollars off of YouTube. Like, dude, it's so it's so crazy. I mean, I guess you do have to exploit your whole family. But it's like it's, it's just so it's fucking weird wild shit man it's just like i just don't i don't know that i would ever want that (laughs) i would never want to put in the work Ugh. maybe i'm lazy i might be lazy um might not be that i missed the boat it might just be that i i'm lazy (laughs) (laughs) well i think i nailed it (laughs) Dude, Captain Tugboat told me a long time ago that I was lazy. And I was like, what are you talking about? I write jokes. He's like, yeah, but you're lazy. And, dude, it it took me about a year, two years, to figure out, dude, he's right. (laughs) He is right. Because I literally would just go do a show, get booked, go back, and and never, never follow up again. Dude, fuck. Man, I'm having a realization on this podcast. Golly, I'm lazy. I'm lazy and I have nobody, I have nobody to hold me accountable for how lazy I am. And that, and it's just, I'm, and you know what? Now that I know I'm lazy, it's just going to make me feel bad for myself. And you know what that means? I'm going to be more lazy. <laughs> Oh, yes, dude. Yes. Yes, dude. I figured it out, man. I am fucking lazy. Yo, how do you not be lazy? That's a real question. Is there like a schedule? But dude, I'm not following a schedule. (laughs) This is like somebody being like, whoa, I am an alcoholic. All right. How do you not drink anymore? You know what? 
we should have a beer and think about it. That's exactly what I'm doing right now. No, for real. How do you, any of the lipsters know how not to be lazy? Because let me, let me give you, let me give you the rundown. I am, I am focused. I do have good focus and I actually do have a good work ethic. It's starting. It's, it's actually, I don't have a problem with finishing. I have a problem with the motivation to start because I do, once I have started, I'm focused. Once I am focused on the thing, I will finish it. But it's the, it's being like, well, I don't want to get up and do that right now. And then four days go by and I'm like, man, I got to do a podcast. <laughs> you know what I mean? I, 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 dude, how do I, uh, maybe I should just Google how to fix being lazy. Let's see what it says. Oh, I wanted to read you guys this thing. This was another thing I couldn't get through on one of the podcasts that my fucking computer uh, decided wasn't good enough for your guys' ears. Um, or my computer was just like, my computer's lazy. I'll blame it on my computer. If uh, if I had a new computer, I wouldn't be lazy. <laughs> okay, so here, here we go. So y'all know who Carl Sagan is? He's like, uh, he's an astrophysicist. He died in 1996. And before he died in 96, he wrote this book called like, um, uh, the demon haunted world science as a candle in the dark. I mean that title, first of all, what, but he, he was a, you know, astronomer and astrophysicist. And he, he just, and he wrote this book six months before he died. It came out. Um, he, he actually, had like a pretty, pretty haunting assessment of the decades to come for the United States. And dude, it's wild. So let me read this to you. It's really the last part, but let me read, let me read you the gist. And, um, there's, there's a word in here I can't say. Um, and it is, uh, it's the word, um, faculties. I, I will fuck it up, but, um, if you make fun of me, I'll delete every episode of this podcast and I'll never speak to anybody again. And I'll throw my computer away, which it's on the verge of that anyway. So here we go. This is Carl Sagan. This is what he's saying about how he's predicting America in the future. It's wild. This shit, this shit like kind of blew my mind. Um, okay, this is what he said. I have a four... I have a foreboding of an America in my ch- children and grandchildren's time when the United States is a service and information economy, when nearly all of the key manufacturing industries have slipped away to other countries, when awesome technological powers are in the hands of a very few and no one representing, sorry, my, my uh, screen went off, and no one representing the public interest can even grasp the issues. When the people have lost the ability to set their own agendas or knowledgeably question those in authority. When clutching our crystals and nervously consulting our horoscopes, our critical faculties in decline, nailed it, unable to distinguish between what feels good and what's true, we slide almost without noticing back into superstition and darkness. Whoa, dude. Whoa, dude. 
But that's not even the part that blew my tits off. This is the part that blew my damn tits off. This is what he said about America's uh, future generations being dumbed down, right? This is what he said. The dumbing down of an America... Start over. Sagan continued. The dumbing down of America is most evident in the slow decay of substantive content in the enormously influential media. The 30-second sound bites, now down to 10 seconds or less... Lowest common denominator programming, credulous presentations on pseudoscience and superstition, but especially a kind of celebration of ignorance. Woo! And especially that shit about the 30-second sound bites being knocked down to 10 seconds for, you know, for consumption. Dude, I, I feel that way, man. There's comedians I love on Instagram that I'll be watching their shit and then... Uh, if Instagram reels pops up and it's like, uh, three minutes and 12 seconds left of this, I'm like, dude, no, go fuck yourself. Even though I'm sitting on my couch, I'm like, nah, nah, can't, I can't. I, so I was, isn't that fucking crazy? That's pretty crazy. Um, that has nothing to do with me being lazy, but that was pretty fucking crazy. So, so anyway, I'm watching this shit about these YouTubers, man. I, I have like ADD brain today. Um, I'm watching this shit about these YouTubers and I'm going, I'm, and dude, I just realized like, I, I just, that it looks so needy, man. I just want to be funny, 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 funny. And I know that sounds so basic because like, you know, you'll sit there and go, well, you are. So what's next? You are funny. What's next? And it's not that I needed to like be easy. But I need it to not look so fucking fake or something. You know what I mean? I need it to not look so tryhardy, dude. Because there's people, there's people I fucking love, comics I love, friends of mine. They'll put something up and you're like, dude, why are you putting it on Instagram like that? What? I fall into that trap though. I'll fall into that trap. I'll post a, I'll post a, I'll literally post a picture of me. See, but I'll post a picture of me not like, oh, this is for my fans. I think <laughs> that voice. I think a lot of people think they have fans. I, I don't think, I don't think that like I put this podcast out and I'm like, well, Bran, you did it. You just brightened up a couple people's weeks. You know what I mean? Cause that's like insanity. I don't think like that. I just I just want to put out shit that's fucking funny the whole time. It's very strange. Like I did this uh I did this festival in Columbus. And you know, shout out to those dudes that put on the festival. Um the High Street Comedy Festival. It was their first one. And you know, it was lowly attended and they had me closing out the festival. But I didn't know that meant I would I would have to do five sets in front of the same 16 people. But you know what, man? I'm not shitting on it. It did fucking, it ruled, and it was, I love stand-up, and it made me, I had fun. Because earlier that, earlier that week, I bombed so hard the day, the day before, like two days in a row. I bombed so fucking hard at open mics. I bombed so hard on Thursday last thursday i bombed so hard that i went damn dude maybe i'm not funny anymore (laughs) 
for real. I was in my car, and I was like, "Man, maybe I should, maybe I should get on Rumpke dot com and look at career opportunities." I'm not even, I'm not even fucking around. I was like, maybe I should stop putting off my destiny of being a garbage man and just, and just do it now. I wouldn't have to ever learn sound again. I would never have to learn videography. Maybe I could just, maybe I could just cancel my $57 a year subscription to PixArt. It's like, dude, I, you know, fuck. I bombed so bad. And it was one of those bombs where you're like, man, I am better than this. Like in my head, I'm like, dude, I don't, I like, I, I, in my head, I was like, dude, I know I'm bombing. And all the comics know I'm bombing. And the audience knows I'm bombing. And it's simply my fault for bombing like this. I just didn't check my shit. I just w- went up like, no, well, you'll be fine. And I went up and I bombed and I was depressed about it. <laughs> I was bummed about it. I was like, dude, what? It was one of them bombs where it's like, you deserve that. And then like, I bombed hosting my mic, which whatever, I it's an open mic, but. But man, I bombed. I bombed hosting my mic. I like did a bad job and knew I was doing a bad job. And instead of like fixing it, I was just like, whatever. I don't see how I kept doing stand up because I'm like remembering what it's like to bomb. And I'm like, oh my God, dude, I, I fucking hate bomb. Some comics are like, bombing makes you better. Dude, bombing bums me out, dude. I hate to bomb. And I bombed twice in one week. That's a first in a while. And I was like, fuck, man. It's over. I've lost it. And then we went up to this, uh, we went up to this Columbus Comedy Fest. And the first, the first show was outside under a tin roof and it was raining a little bit. And I was like, okay. And there were 16 people there. And, you know, the guys just didn't promote it enough. And, and it, it, it was rough. It was, it was rough. It was at a sick venue too. The venue, you know, when you go in somewhere and you're like, damn, this place is so cool. Why aren't more people here? It was like that feeling. And a lot of the comics, and though they might have been new, I don't know them. I don't know them all. I don't know Columbus comics, but but a lot of them were newer comics, and they were going up, and they were just like telling the audience. Sixteen people outside. It was pretty nice actually, and they were just telling them. And with the comics out there, there was probably you know sixty people out there, and they were just comics were just looking at the audience and being like, "Man, this is this sucks." And like, I was like, "Dude, fake it." You know what I mean? Fake it. Go have fun, but nobody had fun. Um, I did. I had fun. I had. I had a good time, and it made me feel good about bombing two times when I actually had a good set in front of sixteen people out in the out in the sun. I was like, oh, okay. You 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 can still maybe you can still maybe pull a rabbit. You could pull a rabbit out of the damn hat. I don't know what that means, but I was like, damn, okay, that was good. And then they had me headline inside. Same sixteen people. I was like, bro. <laughs> All right, well, here we go, riffing again, and that, and, it, and it was fine, and the inside show was actually really fun. The inside show was really fun. Then they had another one outside. They were flip-flopping, outside, inside, outside, inside, and um, I did I did like five sets, and um, my last set was really fun. There was one where I was like, oh. where I was literally like performing it, like the, the number went from 16 to like. 28 audience members 
to 12, to 32, to 11. And then at the very last show, there was like 45, 50 people there. And half of them, half of the audience was standing at the bar screaming about White Claw flavors. So I was like, "Mm, okay. But the last, my last set was really, really fun. Uh, And then we went to go eat, me and Jack Snodgrass. uh, That's his real name. We went to go eat um, with some of the, with the Dayton crew, with John Morris and Travis Charles and uh, Kyle Kemper. We went to go eat uh, on the street. And hey, dude, on High Street in Columbus, the pandemic never happened. Dude, it was, there was, there was, and this is me not trying to exaggerate, out on just the street and on the bar patios, there were 6,000 people. There had to have been. In five blocks, there were 6,000 people. It was fucking insane. There were people riding birds together, like making out. There was cars honking. There were people back on the streets in their cut-off jean shorts, like sitting Indian style, or excuse me, sitting indigenous people style, like. Give me back my phone, Tina. It was crazy. Dude, it was fucking wild. It was like the quarantine never happened, dude. I was like, damn. I mean. And we went to get a slice of pizza, and there there was a line, no exaggeration, 70 people in line. So me and Snodgrass were like, fuck it, dude. And we were heading back, and there was no line at this little uh, at this little outdoor, uh, like, like street meat cart. And it was a gyro cart. There was no line. I just walked straight up. And the dude was cooking raw chicken. And I was like, can I get a gyro? And he was flipping the chicken with the tongs. And then he went to put those tongs into the gyro meat that's already cooked. And before he did, I said, whoa, whoa, bro. And he looked up at me. I said, can you wipe those tongs, please? I've never done that. But I'm not about to get sick because I'm polite. So I was like, can you wipe those tongs, please? That's what I said. And he was like, oh, bro, I am so sorry. He was like, absolutely so cool about it. I was like, thank you, dude. I'm just, you know. He's like, you've worked in kitchens? I was like, yeah, yeah. He's like, I'm sorry, man. I was spacing out. He's like, my bad. Thanks for catching me. I'll use totally new ones. And he pulled out new tongs and made the euro with those. And then I still tipped him $5. And I was like, thanks, man. He was like, no, nah, it's all good. Thank you. And he gave me a free water. So that was nice. And can I tell you something about this euro? It fucking slapped. It was the best euro I've had. I mean, I'm not, I can't remember. I can remember a bad gyro, but generally, you can get a good gyro in the hood. You can get one. There's always these w- weird little like fish and chicken places will also make gyros, and you can get a good gyro in the hood. Like down here, uh, I can walk to Camp Washington Steak and Lemonade, and they make a damn good gyro. Um, but this gyro, I don't know what this guy had going on. It was fucking amazing. And I was like, why are all these college kids not eating this shit? I mean, dude, there were 6,000 people out there. It was crazy. It's like the pandemic never happened. I'll tell you what, dude. Driving with Snodgrass rules, man. Me and that guy just talked about stand-up for the whole ride back. It felt like from here to Columbus was 20 minutes. It was great. Big shout-out to Jack Snodgrass. The guy fucking rules. He doesn't have an Instagram like a fucking loser. I threw up. I just, I have just thrown up. Um. 
Oh my God, I just got a Patreon no- or Poshmark notification. Closet comeback. Posh party is starting now. I got to go. <laughs> Isn't that Carl Sagan shit crazy? How climate change is fueled by the devastating floods in Germany. I mean, can can I be more afraid? Can I be more afraid? What's going to happen? In 10 years, I'm just going to be sitting in this little apartment. And it's just going to melt around me. I'll tell you what, I'm going down with the ship. I'm going down with the ship, dude. Fuck it. All you guys can go move to Mars, but I'm going to burn up on the blue, baby. You know what's going to happen. <laughs> That's why Bezos was flying around up there. He had a secret meeting, a Mars meeting. This guy's going to terraform the moon. I don't know what I'm talking about. Um, okay. That's good. Isn't it? That's fine. I didn't really do bits, but I did talk at you. Was this one even funny? Should I delete this one? I don't know. Get in the Patreon. <laughs> get in the Patreon. Tell about um, tell about 40 of your friends to get in the Patreon um, at the at the $20 level. And, and go back. Tell 40 of your friends to get in the Patreon at the $20 level. And... Uh, uh, so I can buy a new computer because this shit is a nightmare. I'm constantly living on edge. I'm living on edge that this this episode just won't, won't work. So get the Patreon or don't. Just Venmo me a computer. Um, I love you guys. I'm sorry that I'm locked out of my Patreon, but uh, you got an episode anyway. Uh, and I'll give you guys um, something in the Patreon. I got new shirts coming out. Um uh, I got I got some new shirts coming out very soon, very 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 soon, and uh, I'll let you know where to get those. You can get them from me. They're cool. I um I didn't draw these. Um, they're they're uh, they're Anthony Tank Mansfield drew the design. He's a very talented artiste, and uh, it's it, it, they're they're pretty sick. So I got new shirts. They look like heavy metal shirts. They're coming out. Um, all right. Thank you to the guys that, and girls that just Venmo me, um, that you enjoy the podcast. I really, I really, really appreciate it. That's so sick of you. Um, I'll talk to you guys. Uh, I'll talk to you guys next week. <laughs>